Well, hopefully today won't be a repeat of yesterday. You talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> well, Michelle, we would, we will hopefully have better connectivity. But even Twitter was down yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was down. I know. That's what they said. That's pretty bad. So there's a hashtag Twitter down. How do you, uh, what's the point in that? If it's down, why would you have a hashtag about it? Yeah, that's doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it? But there's a whole lot of stuff up. People are definitely talking about it, even though it's obviously back up now. I was afraid, you know, every day, day to day, when we're doing this, I'm like, you know, I wonder if there's really going to be anything to talk about. I mean, you know, Betty White's birthday wasn't on the on a weekday, and, um, you know, with MLK Day, and we had all of our, well, my audio problems that we had yesterday, which I see that you were able to save, and congratulations on that. I know that wasn't easy, but um, but then there's always something new, like, you know, today's Edgar Allan Poe's birthday, right? So that's important. It's National Popcorn Day. So I just, I don't know what I was worried about. Well, I don't think we missed much if the only thing important was Betty White's birthday. I don't understand why we're suddenly having a problem with this. Yeah, I don't know. What are you doing over there in Tennessee? Mm, doing what I always do. You got the still hooked up to the same circuit <laughs> as the computer again? <laughs> That's not funny. Not funny. You know I don't do that. No, no, not funny. Well, Michelle, you know, the perfect podcast is zero edits. It's not only easier engineering-wise, but it's it's more honest. Like, you're not cutting out something like, oh, I don't want anyone to hear that I said that. It's just better to just not have any edits. Yeah, but I I think that takes time, though, don't you? I don't know. I think a lot of people do it. I think Bill Burr does it that way. Yeah, but, I mean, he's been doing it for a day or two. There's um, There was actually quite a discussion on a Facebook podcast group that I'm on recently about how long it takes you to edit a podcast in relation to the length of the podcast. And it was really interesting stuff because a lot of people were of your mindset that, um, you know, there should be no edits. You do it. You put it up. That's you. That's what happened. But, I mean, you know, a lot of times stuff happens like the doorbell rings. You have to leave and go to the door. I mean, stuff can happen. Yeah, but that's the amateurish amateurishness I'm talking about. People that are really into it don't have, you know, they, they close the doors and it's a studio for whatever length of time and that's it. Sure, but or they're honest and they just like, hey, come on in. I'm doing my podcast. You want to say, you know, it's just it's either one or the other. It's not well, right, but you don't invite the UPS guy and then you have to sign something for. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, we're we're not like professional, as in this is not our speak for yourself, Michelle. <laughs> it's not our job, and I mean, I certainly don't have a studio. I have you know a place that I podcast, but it's not. I don't know. I, and I don't have people around me to handle the kind of distractions and stuff like that. Anyway, it was a really interesting conversation because a lot of people, like I said, felt like you. And I think the longest thing I saw in there was somebody said that they spent about eight hours podcasting a, you know, roughly hour long podcast. Editing it, you mean? I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. Editing a roughly hour long. They said that they would do about two hours of content. And then they would go back and they would take out every um, every 
and every moment of silence that yeah, was you can so really long. you can really make yourself sound smarter by editing out a lot of that filler silliness that people have when they don't know what to say and they and then they kind of got into a conversation of if you do, if you don't want the ums and the ands and what and all that in there then learn not to say them don't you think you've done that don't you think you've learned more about yourself that way Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I totally have, too. But, you know, you and I have been doing this for a while. We've been doing it for, what, you know, over two years now. And doing it with somebody new, which I've done recently, is really different. And, I mean, I really had to edit a lot at the beginning. And I, I understand how frustrating that is for the editor to have to do that because I'm not quite as big of a purist as you are. I don't mind taking out something that happens in the course of life that you have to handle, but um, <laughs> I just ummed. But I don't want to have to go through and just constantly edit poor communication. And it, it was pretty eye-opening. Well, you either have to not do it or you have to edit it because if, you, if there's a million ums, it sounds horrible. Yeah, and I think it's disrespectful to your audience because I think they deserve to not have the long periods of silence. And by long periods, I mean three seconds that that have no value. Sometimes silence has some value, but the kind that doesn't and the ums and all that kind of stuff. I think it's really disrespectful to your audience to expect them and force them sort of to listen to that just to get your content. So that was kind of my motivation for my editing. It's funny when Tim, Tim Ferriss was a really good writer and he's a really smart dude. He started a podcast not too long ago, mm-hmm. like within a year ago, probably. And when he first started, when the other person was talking, he'd say, right, after everything they said. Like, right, right. Like, he would feel uncomfortable having any type of gap in between what they said and silence. Uh So it sounded really bad, and he fixed it. He fixed it pretty quickly, and now he's, like, a really good pod. You know, he's always been really smart, but you could tell he was uncomfortable, even for somebody who's, like, a smart interviewer and had great connections. And very successful, Yeah, great guests and everything, but he he was filling in all this space with ums and rights and... He figured it out. There's a cool podcast app called Overcast where it brightens up the podcast by it fills in the space. So so if there's a little bit of gap of space between words, it it shortens it during playback. Oh, that's interesting. So it makes your podcast super efficient. Okay, so the podcaster does it or the listener does it? Neither. The the thing that plays it back, Overcast, the app, the aggregator does it. So you as a listener would go through that or you as a podcaster would put your your uh, you as a listener would use that like okay. your iTunes to gather all your podcasts and then okay. when it plays them back it plays them back without the spaces. I wasn't sure if it was an app that you put the actual material through or if it was the other way. That's that's pretty interesting. I try really hard even if it might only shorten the podcast maybe four minutes to do like a 45-minute podcast and take out all the two and three seconds of silence or stuff like that. But I'm, but still, I mean, it's four minutes. So I 
completely agree with that. And I do think it sounds a whole lot better to do it. Well, I don't way. like that part. I, I actually, I, I think it's cool technology, but I like the, I like hearing what's actually on a podcast conversation between two people. I don't want it sped up. I don't want it slowed down because there's other podcast apps that speed them up. You can listen to them at 1.5 or two times speed. That's interesting. I like the original. I just like hearing the original. Yeah, but you don't know how much people edit either. You know, there's companies that just edit podcasts. I'm sure you know this. But that's, I mean, it was surprising. And it's not cheap. I mean, it's not like $5 or something to have your podcast edited. It's, you know, reasonably on up there. But, I mean, of course it would be because they have to spend three hours of their time because, of course, they make it sound perfect and professional. But... I didn't really realize as we were doing this and specifically as I was learning it, that it was that kind of a skill. So it's kind of interesting to have, to be learning anyway, that. Yep. So even Twitter has its faults, Michelle. So um, one bad, sad thing was Glenn Fry died. Man, I know. I know. Did that like come from left field or what? Got me to look up ulcerative colitis. I guess it's pretty common. Yeah, I think that's what we were talking about Martin had in the affair. I think that's the same thing. Remember the little boy who had the stomach issue and he was in the hospital? Yeah, I mean, I barely remember that. No, you remember because that's why the doctor was in the scene. Helen's son, Martin, Helen and Noah's son had, you know, the stomach issues. He had it the whole season. And I'm pretty sure that's what he was ended up being diagnosed with. Yeah, but that's a TV show. And then, and in the TV show, they even made that sound like, oh, it's good. It's only that. And it's not that he's like really psychologically damaged or something. They made it. They almost made it like a relief that he had that. But it sounds bad. It sounds like it's like chronically bad for you to have this affliction. Sure it is. disease. People, I mean, die of it. I don't know how much of it contributed to Glenn Fry, but... Well, they also said he had rheumatoid arthritis. It was complications of rheumatoid arthritis and uh, severe ulcerative colitis and pneumonia. But, I mean, he's only 67 years old. So, Michelle, I did this old video one time, because I, I always liked the Eagles, and it was the... One of the songs I like was a song Joe Walsh wrote about help me... It's called Help Me Through the Night. And there's a there's an Eagles version of it from like 1974, and then there's one from like 1994 where they were 20 years older. And I put the two together, like edited them together, cutting in and out because they're sitting kind of the same way and they're singing the same way and the same harmony. Like they have really good harmony. And um, I was looking for that video so I could post it again, but I can't find it. I'm going to look for it a little bit more today. But it's oh, a really that would cool be song. so cool. Yeah. Oh, it is, isn't it? And then you see them, you see them change in their hair and the, you know, their big mustaches and stuff. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's so sad. So sad. I mean, all the beautiful music. And, um, you know, we were just talking about this the other day about who was going to be next. It always happens. Well, yeah. Michelle, um, also on Twitter, Pete Rose. I heard. Yeah. Finally. But it's, it's not the national. No, it's nothing. It's the team's Hall of Fame. But, so Pete I mean, Rose is going to be inducted right? into the Reds Hall of Fame. It's nothing. It's not it's not even a fraction of what the real Hall of Fame. It's no, just, but 
I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's something. I don't know. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad nothing. they're doing something. You're not. No, it's nothing. No. It's not. It's not. It's like being. I don't know. Well, how do you feel about it? I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Just to put it out yeah, there. Yeah, I think he should it. be. I think he's he's already got the stigma for being doing the illegal betting and stuff, and his his achievements on the field are what get you into the Hall of Fame anyway. I'm not. He's definitely earned it for his achievements on the field and all these guys that took steroids and stuff that are going to get into the Hall of Fame. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, I just, I mean, he's he's paid, I think, for for that lapse of judgment. And of course he shouldn't have been doing that. Come on, but geez. I don't think it negates everything. It's kind of a wah-wah. You know, P. Rose is in the Hall of Fame, the Reds Hall of Fame. You know, it's not a it's not really a big deal. It might be to him a little bit, but I don't You know. don't think they'll that'll be like a stepping stone, maybe? I don't think something. so. I think the old baseball's cronies are gonna keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Maybe after he dies, that'll be his that'll be their punishment on him. It's like we'll we'll put him in after he's dead. Well, that's kinda sad. Yep. Not that well, sad, though. No. Not as sad as ulcerative colitis. <laughs> uh, completely different, but okay. What about the, the Bay Bridge thing the, where the protesters chained themselves to cars and stopped traffic on the San Francisco Bay Bridge? I don't like that. I'm sure a lot of the people caught in the traffic don't like that either. They shut down the whole bridge into the city. They make people. Um, they make people who don't have anything to do with the problem that they perceive suffer for it. Plus, it's just bad marketing for yourself. It's funny yeah. that one's not even on the San Francisco t- uh, Twitter. Maybe it's old now. It's old news now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, about twelve hours ago, I think it was trending but that's just I don't know I mean I I think about the people and I mean I could be thinking off because I don't you know I didn't gather the time difference and all that but people who are going to pick their kids up from school and the kids are left standing there or somebody who's got to go visit somebody in the hospital what if you have a funeral to go to or a memorial or something and you're late or, well, or, be good or you if don't it was your it. own funeral well <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't bury me yet. Got a Bay Bridge <laughs> shutdown. Is that what you want to do? Just like hang out and be late to your own funeral. Well, yeah, I know several people that that would very aptly apply to. So, Michelle, when Twitter was broken, did you even know it was down? I did not. I didn't either. All these people that are like up in arms are, what do we do? I didn't even know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, I don't think I check it probably. I mean, I, I like it and I check it. I feel like a lot, but it's usually a couple times a day. So, or, and if, if I'm busy, it's one time a day. I actually have a reminder set in my phone to check Twitter because, you know, I want to be always very engaged with people who are talking to us and stuff. So I set my reminder to check it and, to make sure that I can. Well, don't you get, get emails when you get tweets? Um, 
I don't think I do. I do. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I do. And I don't. I mean, I only check my email once a day too. So that's pretty bad. Perfect- if anybody wants me, you have to text me. Text me or Facebook message me. It goes to my phone, and I'm within you know an hour usually maximum. I'm back to you, but. The perfect tweet is this one. It says, why is pound Twitter down trending? If it's down, how could you tweet pound Twitter down? There you go. Perfect uh, logic there. But people did it and they're still complaining about it. It looks like I've got the Twitter down um, tab at the top. And since I pulled it up just a few minutes ago, I mean, half an hour ago, it has 995 new tweets on that topic. Daenerys Targaryen tweeted, Twitter down, send a raven. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty good. There's all kinds of funny m- memes and people making fun of it. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I guess I'm a little surprised that people were so um, taken aback by it. It wasn't down long, was it? Just a couple hours or something? I don't know, Michelle. I didn't even know it was down. Yeah. Okay, so yesterday you talked about the rocket. That was like your thing, the rocket that, you know, was landing again in place of... Yeah, did you watch the videos? I did. I did watch them. And now, kind of in that same vein today, did you see where they have grown a a, a Xenia in like a zero-gravity environment? On the space center. What's that? A flower? Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a flower. There, it's it's part of like a veggie project that they want to allow people to produce food for themselves in space. So it's a really big deal. Oh, that like they the were... Martian. Do you see the Martian? You talking about the cartoon when we were no, kids? No, the movie, The Martian. Oh, I didn't. No. He makes potatoes. He grows. He has to survive, so he makes food in space. But it's a really big deal, evidently, to be able to do this. So that's pretty cool that they were able to do that. So that was another pretty cool thing today. Yeah. Something that's not so cool. Why wouldn't Did a plant be able to grow in space, though? I, yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, I can't grow it in my backyard with the most lush, you know, cow poop and everything else you can possibly find to go on it. I have black thumbs. I try so hard. I love it. I love fresh vegetables. Can't do it to save my neck. And, you know, here this person is able to grow it in this kind of environment. Evidently, it must be a hard thing. I don't know the physics behind it, but... Well, Michelle, I had a website down yesterday, thankfully not West Coast Project, where this fantastic podcast is being hosted. Right. But one of my other websites, um, and it was because of a WordPress upgrade. Oh, really? Like a, like a, when when you upgrade your widgets and stuff, Mm -hmm. one of them locked up and it locked up the whole freaking website. So what'd you do? I had to go back in to where it's hosted and delete the widgets. And I had to read up on it, first of all, because, you know, you got to figure this stuff out. Nobody's nobody's sitting there to help you. I don't have an IT guy in my in my back office here. You are the IT guy. So Mike. I had to read up on it and it tells you, like, just to, just change the name of the folder. So so WordPress can't access it and then then try to restart it. And so it did it and it worked. And then I renamed the folder back and it fixed itself. Yeah. It's kind of funny that, um, 
I think my WordPress, I think it updated a few months ago. And they said that across the board, you know, it'll update differently. And that was another one of those topics on one of the podcast groups because it evidently glitched on a bunch of people. And I was lucky. I mean, I had just started the website and I, if it had, <laughs> if I had had a bad glitch on it, it would have really messed me up knowing as little as, as I knew then, which is much less than I know now, which is very little. So, um, I hate that happened to you though, but there was like, these, these people are brilliant on there and not only are they brilliant, but they're really generous with their time and their, um, their forthcoming problem solving they'll they'll sit with you on on this facebook group and really help you out with stuff it's pretty impressive they're murderers michelle i don't think they're murderers well it's funny with software how how we expect it to just work like why can't that fix itself why is why am i having to do something and you know we used to have to install programs with 48 floppy disks and do everything to make it work and now a software just comes and installs itself and fixes itself and programs work them thing work their work their problems out and we just expect that so it was weird to think wow i'm gonna have to actually do something to make this fix itself yeah i actually clicked it a few times okay fix yourself reboot <laughs> you know re <laughs> refresh fix yourself come on what are you doing not fixing yourself so it's funny our, our mindset on that that is kind of funny i spent hours yesterday probably about four hours trying to fix my computer um because of the glitches that we had and because it hasn't updated because i'm having a update issue and just like you said i kept there's there's so many little things windows fix it you know you click and it's supposed to fix it just by clicking one button and stuff like that of course it didn't it didn't work i did a hundred things but um, but yeah, I, t- I totally get what you're saying about that. It's very different than I remember when AOL was like, how, how you got online. I never knew another way to get on the internet at the beginning other than AOL. And I remember that when a computer came, you had to have the disc. And if you didn't have the disc, there was no way to get on. You couldn't just go to a website and get on. And I remember having to wait for like two days or three days for the AOL disk to come in one time to boot up a computer. So, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a different world. What's a good one to end on, Michelle from Tennessee? How about great ideas? Why is that trending in Twitter? Um, I didn't even see it. What's, what's a great idea? No idea why it's on there. Just people and ideas. Um, there's people with like motorcycles that are painted all psychedelically and food and great, great people. Great idea. I guess it's people, people magazine. Oh, okay. All right, Michelle, are you, uh, are you still getting freezing weather in Chattanooga? Yes, it is so cold. Is it rainy and snowy? No, it's, no, it's beautiful and the kind of blue sky that just hurts your eyes. It's so blue, the color. And the humidity is so low that your hair has like static in it and stuff, which is really unusual for here. And and it's beautiful. And you open the door and it's like 
literally like a force just knocks you backwards. And, you know, I, I know we're, we're, you know, babies about it because it's normally really warm here, but it was, I think, 13 this morning. So it was cold. That's pretty cold for the South. It's warm and rainy here. Warm and by warm, I mean like 50. Yeah, that's warm. But I'm I'm so glad. I know that you're probably kind of over it, even at this point, the rain and stuff. But I'm so glad you guys are getting some rain, getting some water from the heavens. I mean, getting a lot of rain. Yeah, but you need that, right? Yep, for your droughts, kind of, kind of helping. They're getting snow in the mountains and rain on the flats. Yeah, maybe you're, it won't, the price of almonds won't go up <laughs> so much. Did you know it takes like a gallon of water to make an almond? Oh, come on, Michelle. Now you're just exaggerating. No, I'm not either. That's what I read somewhere. That's true. That's a lot of water to make an almond. Come on. How do people reach you if they want to know how much water is needed for other fruits and vegetables? <laughs> Um, I don't know how they would reach me for that information, but I would love to talk to them about other things. And I am at Michelle from TN on Twitter when Twitter's not down. And I'm at Scathing Tweets. So until next time, Michelle. Until next time, Mike. Hopefully the internet will not crash today and there'll be lots of tweets. That would be, that would be good. It makes our job much harder for Scathing Tweets if there's no tweets. Fighting